I've touched on the topic of domestic service in the past, and in my online FLR course, I give very specific instructions and teach workable skills in regard to how to accomplish household tasks. Today, though, I'd like to take a moment to talk about the realities of what domestic service means within the FLR dynamic. Hello, this is Viola Strepsada Volteri, and you are listening to Obedient Love. So, you do the dishes every night before bed, you vacuum the floors on the weekend and do a load of laundry, you'll cook a few meals, sometimes you'll vacuum her car or take it through the car wash. You take out the garbage. That means you're her servant, right? You do so much for her. Let's take a step back. All of those things I just mentioned very simply mean you're a basically decent partner. If you cohabitate with someone, this should be the bare minimum for being a good mate. The bar has been set so low for men that just keeping up with these basic tasks is considered a bonus. And I'm here to tell you that we've got to change that. Being a good partner doesn't make you a slave or a servant, nor does it mean you're in a female-led relationship. It just means you're a decent person, not a total slob who expects everyone else to clean up after you or make the house nice while you watch. Do you understand how condescending it is to call yourself her servant just for doing what should be expected of every single male partner of every household in this century. You don't get to be condescending like every other man in every other relationship and get a pat on the back for simply doing your share. You're going to hear me espouse a lot of stereotypes in this talk, and I know that there are exceptions, but the stereotypes ring true enough that I hear and see them complained about on a consistent basis from many many sources, so let's not pretend what I'm discussing is not the general norm across multiple generations. I know some men with domestic service fantasies like to imagine themselves the perfect 1950s housewife, but let's take it a little step better. Be a perfect 1970s housewife, or a 1980s housewife, or a 1990s housewife. You work 40 hours per week, Pick up the groceries, pick up the kids from school, make sure the family is fed and has clean clothes for the next day. Stay up late to pick up the messes and make the lunches. Get up early to serve breakfast. Shop for new clothes for your partner when they're getting worn out and lay them out for them to get dressed every morning. Spend your weekends organizing and cleaning for the following week. Try being like almost any mother has been for the past 30 or 40 years. Think you can handle that? Then maybe you could call yourself a domestic servant, because that's exactly what women were expected to be for so long. Women's unpaid labor is what has made families run. A lot more is expected from men these days. Doing half of the household chores isn't submissive. It's just normal. And if you're currently living alone, then it's time to practice. To be her domestic servant, you're going to need to do much better. Are you living on your own? 
You think you can live in your own filth and then assume you'll change and she'll teach you how to be an adult once you move in together. That's unfair and disrespectful to your future partner. Teach yourself whatever your parents neglected to teach you due to your having testicles. They set you up with a disadvantage, and you're going to have to remedy that. Build good habits now. Do you replace the toilet paper on the roll when it's done, or just stick a roll on the back of the toilet? Do you clean expired food from the refrigerator, or do you start science experiments that could make you ill? Do you dump the toast crumbs out of the toaster and remove lint from the dryer vent, or do you just live with the fire hazards out of neglect? Do you fold and hang your clothes, or just throw them in a pile? Is the floor your clothes hamper? Are there dirty dishes or food containers on your counters and coffee table? Let's be honest right now. Admit it to yourself. Are you a slob? Guess what? No matter what the movies have taught you, that's not cute. It means you're not a grown-up, and only grown-ups get sexy time, whether that's intercourse or kink. So make sure you begin now with keeping your living space neat and clean. Make it so that I could walk in at any moment and feel comfortable and even impressed by your efforts. Because that's all it is. It's putting out effort to create a comfortable environment for others. Women have gotten so accustomed to low standards that slobs might just get sexy time anyway. And exchanging housework for sexual favors is a joke and something I am adamantly opposed to. If you've stuck around long enough, you know I hate quid pro quo. Women have been worn down by history and would rather clean up after you than instruct you to do it day after day after day. And because you live in a patriarchy, you might think that's okay and allow her to clean up after you. And because you're a penis holder and you can't be expected to do more than what's required of you. If so, you're sexist, and you don't deserve a female-led relationship. Because in that case, you're going to be forcing your partner into a role that is exhausting and soul-draining. I'm of the opinion that some women lose their libido because men force them into the role of either mother or maid. And those take up so much mental and emotional energy that eventually sex is the last thing on their mind. The other problem I see is a competence problem. Too many men don't value a neat and tidy space, so they do such a half-assed job that it's more frustrating than helpful. My sub Robbie has a saying that makes me smile. I think he picked it up in the military. Any job, big or small, do it right or not at all. Speaking of the military, I also find that men who have been through military training are much better at being a good partner in this way. They are trained there to do things the right way. So I started watching videos of inspections in military barracks. The Navy and Marines are the most exacting, and I personally get a special thrill seeing a cadet standing by as an officer comes through going over everything with the white glove test. There are specific ways things are done and little room for slovenliness. Watching these inspections gives me an overall feeling of relaxation and well-being. If only every sub came to me pre-trained like this. Which brings me to the reason why I like a clean and tidy space. I may have much higher standards than some other doms. In fact, I've heard tell from submissives who've been the neat and tidy partner to a dom who is a slob. Yes, that does exist. 
And it seems like in that case, the sub has their job cut out for them. It's a good thing your dom found you, and you can be even more of a service. I am definitely not a slob in this way. A space without clutter and layers of dust and foul odors gives me a sense of calm and peace. It allows me to think about other things. I may be a bit traumatized because I did grow up with a parent who was a hoarder, but that kind of environment feels like failure, lack of conscientiousness. It speaks to me of a clouded mind, a lack of awareness, carelessness. To me, it's deeply depressing. There's a big difference between making a mess in a creative way, in service to a moment of inspiration, and living in a wreck of a space. This is why I like having domestic service subs. I can keep a space clean and tidy according to my high standards without having to spend all day, every day, on that. It frees me up to be creative. But what if you just don't have these skills? What if no one ever taught you how to be neat and clean? There's a whole world of videos on YouTube with cleaning advice from professional cleaners, and I teach specifics in my FLR course. Educate yourself. I'm a big fan of the book The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo, which I'll link in the comments. On top of that, once you have your space cleaned up, keeping it clean requires much, much less energy. Dirty a dish? Clean it right after, or put it in the dishwasher. Take off dirty clothes and place them in a hamper or clothes basket. It's really not a big effort to drop it in there instead of on the floor. It just requires sticking to the habit. Make sure everything you own has a home. It has a special place where it belongs, and returns to each and every time it's no longer in use. The Chinese have feng shui, and there's vastu shastra in India, the idea of a proper place for each thing is an old and good one. Did you get crumbs on the table or floor? Clean them up right then and there as soon as you or your partner are done eating. Pull clothes from the dryer and hang them right up. Don't let them sit. Make a habit of changing the sheets and towels once a week. Simply don't allow things to get dirty again, and you won't find yourself expending a ton of energy on cleaning. It's not that challenging. Good regular habits, which you begin now, even if you live alone, will make your life so much easier and it will become almost effortless. And if you're totally hopeless at this, then at least pay someone to come in and clean up once a week. Outsource your submission to someone who can get it right. But Sabi, wouldn't you feel better if you were capable and competent all on your own? Another chant from the military that Robbie repeats, Good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good is better and your better is best. Once you've got all the basics down, you could go into advanced level domestic service. This is where you can really and truly call yourself a servant or a slave, and not just a decent average guy. Do you want to be a top-notch domestic servant, creating a calm, relaxing, pleasing environment for your mistress? Study the ways of classical butlers. Start to take on this role. You'll be the one to inspect the home and make sure the baseboards and bookshelves are dusted. You'll tend to every stain, every minor repair, every item out of place. Glass will always shine. Get obsessive over the details. Learn to cook a healthy meal from scratch that your mistress will enjoy. 
keep track of when the filters on the heating unit need changed and make sure the batteries in the smoke detectors never die and cause that annoying chirping sound. Your regular clean habits will make time for deeper cleaning, like wiping down the inside of the fridge and the pantry. You'll learn all about which fabrics get the delicate cycle, and you'll read the tags and follow cleaning instructions to a T. You'll begin to come up with your own natural cleaning solutions, like the beautiful, wonderful, domestic expert that you are. This is next-level homemaking that every dominant woman deserves, if it pleases her. It's called homemaking because it turns a place where you sleep and eat into a real home. Women have gotten used to not asking for this kind of help. Some might find it awkward to accept your help because they are accustomed to the usual frustrating half-assed efforts of previous partners. Like I said, we've been worn down by history to be the only ones who are concerned with making a place comfortable. Take that pressure off of her. Be exceptional and competent and become a domestic servant to your lady. Butlers keep a butler book which lists their daily, weekly, monthly, and occasional duties with specifics about how they should be done. There are a number of good apps now to help you keep up and get ahead of bigger tasks. You can kink up your role by wearing a collar and a butt plug while you clean for her, or you can embrace your femme side and put on a sexy maid costume. It might help you to do your best work if you remind yourself that this is part of your role as a slave. Listen to erotic hypnosis on headphones while you work, or imagine yourself as that perfect housewife. Get into the proper headspace, and you will reward yourself just by doing the work. I always teach my subs one mantra, which is fundamental to service of all kinds. See the work. Do the work. Stay out of the misery. The complaints and moans and groans of your own mind are the only thing keeping you from enjoying your role. Your thoughts and resistance around hard work create misery in you. It's not the work itself, and it's not your mistress. I used to run an eco-cleaning business myself, and I know that this kind of work can be very meditative and pleasant. In fact, my slaves will sometimes panic when they see me cleaning, but I usually do it as a stress reliever. I clean because it calms my nerves, but now I only do it when I want to. You may find it can have the same soothing effects for you, and the joy of taking the burdens off your lady will make you feel useful and gain a sense of pride in your surroundings. And that feels good. And if you find you are naturally awkward at first and making lots of mistakes, I've also linked a video on a method called Do Easy. It's a simple mindful practice, as described by the author William S. Burroughs, that you can do daily to refine your relationship to the space around you and to hone your awareness of your own body and actions. Practicing do easy religiously creates the kind of grace which is required of a domestic servant. It forces you to slow down and repeat actions until they flow more easily. Use your time cleaning and tidying to practice do easy for a more refined consciousness of yourself and your surroundings. As I wrote in my book, 150 Years of Gynarchy, submissive men already have the advantage of being further evolved than their vanilla counterparts. You are fully capable of refining yourself toward excellence in the service of your dominant lady. Nothing makes me want to sweep a sub off his feet and onto his knees more than 
eager competence. I invite you to read my book and see if my overall philosophy of DS resonates with you. You can find more information and links to retailers at 150yearsofgynarchy.com.